podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. And welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hooray! 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 Oh, that's a little bit muted and a little bit surprised. <laughs> well, we, uh, we didn't. We weren't aware we'd started. Sorry, no. you, you slid into it quite, quite. There's no. Well, that's kind of my thing. Whereas JD, JD is like you know a punch to the face. This is more like a nice warm bath. Oh, very nice. To, oh, to oh, ease you into the evening. Are you, are you saying we need a bath, or what, what are you saying? What's all... I, I, you can infer from that what you like, James. I will. Speaking of which, James Endicott, we're joined Hello. by. Yes. Hi, James. How are I'm you? Ba- I'm good. Thank you. I am back. I've, I, I've been away. Yeah, where have you well, been? I've been away, away. I've been in the country. I've, I've been in South East London. But I've, I've been, uh, I've been going, just going to see bands and sort of doing my job. Any good bands? Or or we're job? still waiting. I don't know. <laughs> what is your job? I'm trying to work it out, Kev. He's <laughs> certainly not in embroidery. I'm definitely not. Like Vector, who are one of our sponsors. Oh, very uh, good. Thank you very much. Highly trained legal mind. Thank you very much. I've learned the hackneyed pun from JD, but with a far more eloquent manner. Of course, Vector. Printing and and embroidery specialist from West Sussex. It's Vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. K. Yes, for all those sorts of needs. And we're also sponsored, of course, by uh, JC Innovation and Strategy, the uh, strategy and consultancy from uh, South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, oh excellent. <laughs> there's excellent. your warm bath right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your warm bath. Uh, with bubbles. Oh. The entire listener base misses that like, particular uh, refrain. Taking a bath in Halifax in the 70s. Oh, that's what it was. That like, great big tin bath. I can't say that I out, 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 out in the backyard as well yeah. it was, because there was no room in the house. You had a backyard? Oh, yeah. oh, we were lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of backyards and winning in our own backyards, oh. Palace, of course. Oh. oh, he's good. Very good. Thank you me? very much. Thank you. Very, I don't have to script them uh, as well. I like Chelsea. So pa- Palace, uh, uh, in line with my prediction last week, where I said we would definitely lose to Stoke. You did. <laughs> and, and you, you said it most emphatically. I did. Uh, yeah, I know. We yeah. ended up getting into quite a, a heated debate yeah, about we, it, Kevin. There was, there was some vim and vigour in our bickering <laughs> to the extent that some of our regular listeners were upset. They didn't like to see us argue in public. They don't like to see oh, really? mummy and daddy fight in public, no. no. Little did they know that I didn't leave your house for another two hours after no, the end didn't. of the podcast. But uh, to be fair, as I pointed out on Twitter, Andy did apologise. Not in words as no, such, but, no. in, but just by his cowed demeanour in the portions yeah. I knew. Well, we settled it, you know. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, five I'm figure sum and all yeah, that sort of thing. So, uh, why was I wrong? Were Palace that good or was Stoke that bad? I haven't been as encouraged by a Palace performance like that for a long time. 57% possession. It's clear that he is trying to play, change the way we play football. And we look increasingly comfortable doing it. Um, you could argue, I don't know how bad Stoke are, to be perfectly honest. They've got good players. They are an ageing team. But 
The one thing we said on the pod last week, and even I didn't think we would do it, that Stoke are a team under pressure. They've conceded lots of goals, so let's get out on the front foot right from the start. And blow me, we did get on the front <laughs> foot right from the start, which neither of us expected. Uh, and we were tuning up after 11 minutes, and even I thought we were probably going to win from that situation. I, I, <laughs> I, I just thought we, were, we played... And considering... You think about it. I mean, Benteke did a really good job as a sort of target man. He joined in quite a lot, came deep. Mm. Zahar, relatively quiet game. Considering how you know little they were involved, mm. you know, technically, it was brilliant. I mean, I thought, it was, I, yeah, I, I was genuinely impressed by it. Right from the back, I think Mandanda's got a, a presence. A presence, exactly. He's definitely He's got, got a, presence. a presence about him that the back four seemed to be seemed to really like. I thought Tonkins was very good first half, and having said that, he, he wasn't bonus, very good second half because he didn't play the he second wasn't, half. But the bonus was that Delaney, <laughs> I thought, looked more accomplished in the second half yes. than he has done all season, even with that little run he made. So, McCarthy, McCarthy, for me, McCarthy was the man of the match. Without a doubt, I, for me, I, I well. thought it was a strange than, afternoon in some ways, wasn't it? it was, yeah. it's, it's very rare that you go to a Palace match where it never feels like there's any threat of losing. No, it, and, and it, that is true. Like I say, normally uh, in previous years, 2-0 down after 11 minutes, mm. I'd be going, this is way too soon. You need to get another goal there. But I, I've, it was always a matter of when we scored next time. But e- even saying that, there were points towards the end of the first half where we yes. looked a little bit dodgy at the back. We let them back in the game. We, we did. I think yeah. after about the first 25, 30 minutes, we completely dominated. I think that was down to MacArthur mainly just getting in there and just winning every ball running the show for me but I thought the last 15 minutes there was one or two little holes started appearing in the back and I was if they'd have got one back at the end of that first half it would have been a, it would have been a different game obviously but well, oh, but but hats off to the team they didn't let that goal in until right at the end unfortunately it was a shame that we didn't end with a clean sheet but how did, how did that leave you guys feeling at the end frustrated that we'd let it slip just that tiny bit oh it sounds like, yeah. a, it sounds like a TV psychiatrist I I, I wait till you see the bill it was frustrating <laughs> having said that it wasn't through a defence error it was a, it was a yeah, they tried to put the ball uh, down the outside and it mm. deflected off one of our defenders there was a couple of blokes in front of us who, who I had words because they were so angry and it's like yeah, for the love of God, what's the so would I be if I sat that? Yeah, but, to but it, it, as it happened, it turned out it was more their fantasy football team. That was, oh, that was, that was, <laughs> no, it was. It was slightly. Fr- I imagine it probably is genuinely defending. Uh, it's frustrating for the defenders, but no, it didn't take the gloss off it at all. And I think, I think uh, um, James's point is fair about the last fifteen minutes of the first half. But mm. I think that's probably because we were pushing forward yeah. more than we used to do, and they rectified it. From the start of the second half, so I they were do think aware of it I do start, think but. a better team with a better forward line would have got would have got through our defence. Well, of the pessimistic palace. I'm not. I'm not happy with. I know. I am. I'm very very happy with the three we'll points. I'm very. Them. I'm very happy with the with the four goals more than anything. I'm glad that we scored, but we we we, we are here to put every opinion forward. And I you know I do have a concern about the defence. I really like the look of Tonkins. I think him and Dan look great in the middle. And I'm just not just. It's just on the on the flanks. It's those. I'm probably going to get hammered for it because I get hammered for things most weeks. Yeah. But I, Ward did make a few mistakes in the yeah. sort of first 20, 25 minutes, didn't mm. he? Again. Yeah, I'm not. I having. This is going to sound odd. He did, but apart from the mistakes, I thought we had a better game. Than, <laughs> I just, I just haven't got the same low opinion of Ward that you have. Full stop. I thought Kelly. I think Kelly. It. Yeah, we are short. In cover in defence, yeah. you know, even alone for the fact that Fizeki Fries is playing tonight and Flamini can play full, but mm. we are definitely short at the, at the back. But I think Kelly, of course, he's nowhere near as flamboyant as, as Papi, doesn't get forward as much. But I just think defensively, 
we're a better unit with, mm. with Kelly and the team. I, I understand... No, I don't actually. I'm, I'm pretending to understand for diplomatic reasons. I, I just don't... I think Ward's fine, to be perfectly honest. But it, it's difficult to predict what how they would have done against the better team. But of course, I, yeah. I, I do think the centre-back pairing is probably as good as, as anything in, in the Premier League at the moment. And how... You know, all this talk about Townsend's got to be in Allardyce's next squad. How, how Scott Nan just we get, just can't get near the England squad is beyond me. Well, you you would have thought if he carries on like that, given um, Allardyce's proclivity for a set piece, yeah, that well, eventually you know the, the guy the, the guy attacks a header like I, I, personally nothing that I've ever seen. I think that's a really good point, but uh, it shouldn't be the only reason he gets in the squad because I think defensively he's hmm. he's, he's as good as Cahill. He's as good as. Jagielka, without a doubt, well, it's, just, it's definitely better than Smalling. I also, I also believe tonight is his hundredth game for Palestine. Is it already? One hundredth game, yeah. Oh, since he, since yeah. he uh, signed in January 2014, and he scored 13 goals, I think. Did you just get a text from Travis? No, I was, I was reading uh, the uh, Croydon Advertiser earlier on. I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, well, just well, I, I remember it was about 30 minutes ago I read it well I can't recall a defender that's ever been quite as prolific for Palace it seems that lots of people are putting on the bet I understand where yeah. every single week they put a bet on Dan anytime scorer it seems to make some people some quite good money on well, he's not mm. just prolific in Palace terms I think he's in terms of the Premier League he's easily the high scoring defender isn't he for, yes, I think so. for quite some time I think he's, he's got more goals in 2016 than any yeah. other defender or some. And also, if you look at um, if you look at <laughs> Tompkins, Tompkins' record for West Ham, which I did because a West Ham fan suggested, he's, he, Tompkins gets a few goals for West Ham as well. So he looked good, yeah. didn't he? I, I thought Tompkins, I, I thought he looked really. He looked class. Goal, I thought Tompkins looked. So how many did we say Dan's got now? Sorry for. I think he's got 13, 13 or fourteen. Okay. I, think. Well, 13. I know he's got eight in the line. He's certainly. Eight in the 2016. So still so. some way to go before Jim Cannon's 30 or Dean Gordon's 20. But the yeah, great he's yeah, going at the moment. Right, you'll yeah. get it. And also, to be fair, the, the quality of. Because in the past, we have complained about the quality of some of our corners and free kicks. We've complained about wasting them. But the quality, every single one on, on Sunday yeah. was spot on. And considering that one of the things you always associate Stoke with is defence. And it's just so annoying afterwards that. Because uh, uh, leaving Sellers, we also have always got nothing to moan about now. Is he can't? There's no controversial decisions. There's no sendings off. There's no. But even then, he's going. No, it's because we're, we're our, you know, our players are nervous because referees have picked on us in the previous <laughs> games. They're not they're not marking as tightly as they should be in case they get penalties. Pretty because, good excuse that. My team which is just too nervous. Basically, yeah. My man manager has been yeah. so poor. <laughs> yeah. I can't allay this but, but lacking, the, glaring lack of. But the Dan's is uh, the goal from the corner. Uh, the second, our second goal. Yeah, the second goal. Yeah, I didn't appreciate it till seeing that our movement from that was brilliant. Yeah. I think I think Tompkins went one way, Ledley went another. So it was proper. It wasn't just a floated ball. That was clearly a, yeah. a training ground move, and it totally bemused them. So it's like I, I don't think we've actually been given the credit we should do for those goals. They're proper good training ground. I would, I'll tell you something else very interesting as well. I was watching Match of the Day two. And um, they spent the whole analysis talking about Andros Townsend. That's right. And it's interesting that we've been talking for nearly 10 minutes and not mentioned Townsend once. Yeah. For me, it just shows how the media is just obsessed by certain players. Mm. Um, but yes, he did have a good game. He did have a very good he game. He did have a very good game. I think what it is, Townsend, within the football industry, mm. Townsend's one of those people, because he... Uh, it was Trevor Sinclair, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Who, yep. who, and I really liked what he said about Palace fans have got an identity. Yeah. <laughs> Team have got an identity. Did you have a silly accent as well when yeah, you said it? But, um, you sound like my missus, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I thought you looked yeah. a bit perky then. <laughs> um, just worried, not perk. <laughs> like he said, Townsend was one of those players when, like he, and he's, he said when Bale left Tottenham, they weren't worried because Townsend was being talked up as a potential mm. Bale replacement. He's one of those players that everyone in football thinks. Should be much better than the yeah. So he, he's one of those players that people, it's like not for music, he's at Palace, but you know, I don't think his career path would have included Palace I a couple of years ago. So it's, it's almost the same way as probably Benteke's wouldn't have done. No. But Townsend's probably a, the, the football media, the football industry look on Townsend as somebody who's a bigger player than the club he's at. That's why there's more focus right. on him. And yes, he was very good, but for me, McCarthy was our man of the match. Without a doubt, I, Without I thought McCarthy was incredible. Yeah. And I thought credit had to go to Pardew for the fact that Sahar and Townsend swapped wings mm. co- almost constantly, and Bruno Martins Indy didn't have a clue what was going on because clearly he's just not used to defending. Um, it was it was great to see uh, Andros Townsend's face when he scored, just the the joy, the relief, and just the excitement of scoring that was um, that was really good to see. Do you know a friend of mine said exactly the same thing because it was it was like Benteke. Benteke's goal scoring celebration last week and Townsend. Look to me, of course, players you expect players to be happy, of course, to score, yeah. but they both looked to me like players that were happy where they are, yeah. And, and I thought the whole team had that sort of demeanor about them, so I think hopefully it was puts to bed any nonsense about Pardew losing the dressing room because I genuinely think we look a team in it's not right, yeah. And James is right, but I think I think the real progress is being made. I think he's clearly changing the way we play football, and I actually there's a word I used. And my mate had to get me to repeat it several times to make sure he'd, he'd actually heard right. Mm-hmm. I'd used the word enjoy. Enjoy? After that game, I actually enjoyed it. You, you enjoyed it. it? I enjoyed it, I know. Wow. Well, I know. Kev, you're all right, mate. I reckon... I think I've known you about eight years now, and that's <laughs> yeah. never entered your lexicon Well, I reckon the night, the night we beat Burnley 2-0 or 79, I yeah. enjoyed that. I think enjoyed that. was the last time you enjoyed that. <laughs> in hindsight. No, no, beating Brighton, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed okay. that. But, yeah, but mainly in hindsight, because I was nervous yeah. even then. You know, I wanted that fifth goal to go in. Um, so that's no, not actually, proper enjoyment then if you've only enjoyed no, it retrospectively no, but, no, but I actually enjoyed afterwards. it I actually it was a bit five or six minutes towards the end when we were falling up I was actually thought oh, I'm enjoying this well these are, these are truly halcyon days I, do, I feel do, like do, I need do, to bring do, it back down a do, notch then yeah. how do we feel about Pardew tell us not to not, not to chant towards I was just about, I was just score to, of 1990 yeah. FA Cup final I was just about to mention that you're saying there's no controversy and that was the one thing that most people have been talking about since how do we feel about that well, sometimes I don't know. Pardew just can't seem to help himself. So I'm like, and I, I feel the same. I think he's clearly he's saying that to cheer up Mark Hughes, or I presume he's a mate of his. I don't know. I feel the same way as I felt when he said after the the West Brom game, they weren't fans weren't booing me; they were booing Tony Pulis. So because he didn't, he definitely didn't say, "No, don't boo, don't boo, don't boo <laughs> Tony yeah, Pulis." Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, Pardew is what he is, and it's like I, I. I'm hoping it was slightly tongue in cheek, but if if not, then he doesn't understand the nature of being a football fan, really. Which I'm sure he does. Which, understand yeah. it. I, I'd, I'd like to think he was tongue in cheek. Speaking I, of being a football fan, obviously there were a couple of displays from the, the Homestyle Fanatics. On, yes, yes, on, there were. On, yeah. on Sunday, yes. had, had the get well seen. Yes, one, which is of course was, was uh, not unexpected. How, how do we feel about that whole? Uh, Applauding on the minute of players thing here sounds like a loaded question, that doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess it it's does. just to show a bit of appreciation for the player and hope he gets well. I mean, he's he, you know, it's not a life-threatening 
injure anything, but the, but the guy was in a horrible accident, and I guess the crowd won't show a bit of moral support. I, th- I think for the most part, it's like uh, Sunderland the week before, the, the young lads, uh, when Everton, to their credit, yeah. did that, donated £200,000 to the kids' treatment. I think, yeah, you got the kid was in there as a mascot. I think it's nice. The fans then, obviously, that was a spontaneous thing when they started chanting his name in the fifth minute. It was lovely. The, the Pat Suarez thing was pre planned, but. I, again, it's one of those things. It's like minute silence before a game. As long as we don't find an excuse to do it every week, yeah. I think it's actually quite. And, as, and, and you assume Suarez would be watching, and you like to think that he would. It would. It's not going to help his recovery, but you'd like to think it would at least cheer him up. It was, um, I was. There was another one that confused me slightly. <laughs> <laughs> the HF taking on gentrification and uh, uh, holding up their safe fabric. Yes. Well, the, the thing is, I was aware through my son, I hasten to add, of, of the, the, the fabric... Nightclub. The, the fabric nightclub and what's been going on there. But in the I imagine it's my mum's generation. What I'm saying is, in, in the context of Sellers Park, I didn't expect to see a demonstration in, in support of said nightclub. Right? And also because it wasn't long after the Papsuare thing mm. I genuinely thought it might have been some kind of French save Fabrice save Fabrice I didn't I really because that was the only thing I could come you're up right, with you're alright granddad well yeah, yeah alright <laughs> me and Mark Steele and my mate are all the same age all, none of us had so you all thought that yeah until until Elliot Steele who's I, 20 came back and told us what it was about I certainly feel a lot more relevant in young which is I, great I, I, I thought it was good I think you know I thought, don't think We've got to remember, sort of, since the late 80s, early 90s, the football and club culture has been very intrinsically linked. Yeah. You know, And I just think that I know a lot of people in the music world, as you know, are working out, and a lot of people who go to that club all the time, people go there as punters, people who play records there, who DJs there, and to, for, for them seeing something like that from a football, from some football fans, was, was great. And, you know, there is, there is a campaign to save that, that club, and hopefully that will go towards a little bit of more sort of acknowledgement and recognition of it. And um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was right. And you know, there, there was a funny thing they they wrote today. The fanatics they wrote a little little letter about the club and uh, sorry about the club. They said Saturday afternoons are for football. Saturday nights are for raving, which I quite like. That. Well, well I, I, you I, can I, argue with that. Well, well yeah, you could argue because we we actually played on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think we all, as I so most of my knowledge about this does come from Elliot Steele, who's twenty, and my son who's twenty. So, but I, this is not the place to discuss the closure of Fabric. No. Although, but it is a place to discuss. It's the wrong. It's the Crystal Palace it, fans. It, it's a terrible, terrible decision. Yes, and and in terms of the wider socio-economic attack on young people, but but, but what, I, what I'm really pleased because I think the homes deal, the, the HF are getting a reputation for which goes back to the demonstrations against Sky and against ticket prices. Getting a reputation for having, for want of a better word, a social conscience, an mm. awareness of wider issues around football, and an awareness of football's place in the context of wider society and I think that anything that shows people that football fans are intelligent yes. people that are, who are thinking about the wider society who are thinking about young people I'm, I'm, I'm all for that I think that's a really really good thing and I think I think it also helps us as, as a club we, we are getting a reputation as a, as a club that have a voice in these sort of things that, that notice these sort of things and, and are prepared to speak out against these sort of things and I think that's I mean that's great because you see there, there are clubs like Bologna in Italy for example with clubs with a long standing tradition of of protesting against injustice and again I'm, I'm I'm personally all for that I think it's I think it's really good I think it's as I say anything that shows that football fans are more than just idiots who spend too much money on a Sunday afternoon is, is great so you know more power to the I guess there's someone of a track record there now of campaigns to save clubs 
yeah. after the last few years. Yeah, what's well, yeah. a good point? But I just think, I mean, what James just said, I'm really pleased that you know James knows that, that people are, are pleased to, yeah, have, to have the support of, and the, the fact is as well that football is a very, very, very important cultural social phenomenon. And if you got. I guess Arsenal will be the closest club to Fabric if you've got their fans taking part on a local level in the demonstration to save because let's face it the whole thing is about getting a prime piece of real estate for Camden course, Council yeah. so it's and I've, no I'm all for it hats off to the HF for doing that and of course uh, the player who was pictured in front of that was Jason Punchin yeah. taking yeah. that corner is it time that people start giving Jason Punchin the credit you look at stats again for that match Past completion in the ninety percent range. Yeah, people moan about it. Chances all created. Still, people moan still, all the time. Interceptions won. Uh, the guy floating in. The, why? Why does Jason Punchin not get the credit? I think he, he made. He made one. I think about five minutes in. He made quite a visible error, as he did against Middlesbrough. We lost the ball after by trying to do too much. But I don't know. It's a mystery to, as to why every. every you know, Pardew won't thank us for saying it, but he was he was the butt of Palace fans. For, but he deserved it because he wasn't yeah, as good a player he as, as Punch. I don't. Punchin's always the one we talk about him. He comes up every week. Where does he fit in? If everyone we had this sort of conversation last week, one of the questions from the from the listeners, you know, assuming Kabai's fit, MacArthur's fit, they will start. Where do you put Punchin? I'm, I'm, there's no case for, for Kabai walking straight back into that no, team. Not at all. And I, I think Punchin. I, at the moment, there's no there's no case for dropping him. I don't, and I generally don't understand. Yeah, he's a year older than he was last year, but we all are. I don't. I really don't get. He's a quality. He's one of our. He's a quality Premier League player. There's no doubt about. It. And I, it it could be that it's familiarity breeds contempt. I don't know, but he, he doesn't. There isn't the same affection towards him as there is to other long-standing players at the club. And I don't understand why. But I don't, possibly it's because. He's quite shy when it comes to the media. Even at the Player of the Year, do he clearly doesn't want to? Spend. I mean, these are I can't because I, 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 I can't think of footballing reasons. So I'm trying to think of reasons that with. But yeah, having said that, he was we, everybody loved him for two weeks after the photograph of him after the Norwich goal. Yeah. So, I, but he is becoming a bit of a scapegoat for because even on Saturday, Sundays, like Palace fans, for the love of God. I mean, to be fair, there are still a lot of Palace fans who sing his name. Of course, of course, he's so one of our own. He's sure one of we, our own. But make sure we don't. He does. He now. does seem to be a, a focus for dissent amongst some Palace fans who aren't going to be happy come what may. Simple as that. Yeah. The, you know, we know that there are Palace fans. We could do a Leicester, and there'll be Palace fans who still won't give Pardew the credit. We know that. And punching, unfortunately, there are Palace fans who simply won't change their mind about it. Perhaps it's just the fact that he retains the ball in all situations because that well, sometimes does the unspectacular. Well, like, do you know what I think will help him? I think if we continue to play this sort of football, 53% possession, 57%, 57. possession on Sunday, and it's progressive. Uh, possession football as well it's not just keeping the ball for the sake of it which Pulis used to hate it's actually moving the ball well retaining yeah. it having confidence moving towards goal tackling it. if the rest of the team start playing that way maybe people will go oh fine he, he belongs in that sort of system but there probably have been a lot of games where he's the only one who has been willing to, to retain the ball to hold the ball to look up and in some Palace fans eyes that you know just get it forward it's like seeing people on Saturday with Man, on Sunday with Mandanda going just get forward don't pass it so back boof it forward it's like mate shut up you know, all of you in fact all, all of you listen to this as a general yeah. mate shut up shut up basically that's our motto for the rest of the pod mate shut up but I also think you were, we're talking about punching being made a bit of a scapegoat sometimes by a, a minority let's add but also um, even on the way back after the game on Sunday people still moaning about Alan Pardew 
as well. Yeah. Just saying he's tactically inept, he isn't going to last till Christmas, and he's rubbish, blah, blah. People are really moaning about him and on Twitter and Facebook. People are still moaning about Pardew. Is that, do you think people looking at some deficiency in that performance, there were some defensive mistakes and there were a few yeah. frailties, or is that just people not wanting to be wrong? But yeah, I think it's, just, it's the latter, really. It's, it's some, there are a group of fans, we all know some of them, who have made up their mind about Pardew, who, who are not going to change their mind about Pardew. We've, we've all been stubborn about, yeah, even on this pod, we're stubborn about. Yeah, I'm probably being stubborn about Joe Ward, but... You, know, yes, you are very stubborn about Stubborn about, about Jerry Murphy, you mentioned him on a weekly well, basis. Yeah, no, well, no, no, James, I'm, not, I'm being right about Joe Ward, not stubborn, <laughs> let's face it. But no, we all do. We all, the, the, yeah, that's the beauty of the game, is that we, yes. we get opinions, and sometimes you... You illogically stick to them in the face of and and you know those Palace fans who say look a, a draw and two wins against limited opposition doesn't make me change my mind about Pardew. Right, fair enough, I understand that. We'll have the discussion in five or six games time. But mm. my own view is that everybody said well something's got to change. It has changed. Yeah. So he, he surely deserves credit for that. I mean, not only have we brought in better players, but we're changing the way we play football yeah. and. We, yeah, we talked last week. We worried about, you know, we said about the home form. We said this has got to be a flag in the in the in the sand, and you couldn't get a better flag in the sand because we played much better. We, I know we beat them the last game of the season last season, but we played ten times better on Sunday than we did in that last game. Of the season well, it led to a bit of a disagreement between us towards the end of that last podcast, yeah. of course, that how we played in that game. But I think you'd be hard pressed to say that. Palace didn't deserve it on no, Sunday, even with the few no. limited spells of, uh, well, if you, of, if you of think, chances for Stoke. Even under Pardew, even when we had that brilliant spell before Christmas last year, even then, pretty much our our plan A, we always talked about there was never more than a plan B. Plan A was we won the ball, we hoofed it in the direction of Balassi or Zahar. Basically, it went, hmm. it went wide, it went somewhere in that direction, normally from Delaney's boot. Yeah. And hope, you hoped that Balassi would be strong enough to get on it or Zahar would get on it. And then that was it. That was pretty much it. And now, that on Sunday, that was as far from that sort of football as you could possibly get. And you can see how far he's trying to get. So at least we have to give him some time. At least, and at least we have to give him some credit yeah. for for making that change. And I think Parrish will have spoke to him about. We you know, we have to. We've got to be better at home. We've got to be more entertaining at home. We've got season tickets to sell. We've got you know, if you want, if you want, from Parrish's point of view, if you want to brand us on a global scale, which he does, you can't brand us on a global scale with the sort of football that we've been turning out for the past eighteen months, two years, mm. and that football's changing. Among the changes that we've seen, obviously, over the last few weeks, is Joe Ledley coming back into the team. Yeah. Do we want to talk about him? I, again, yeah, I'd talk about him because again, he's another one who's he's he, he could score a hat trick, and there are Palace fans who just aren't going to have him. <laughs> and again, like Zeki Fries is probably a classic example. Like I, you know, everyone knows I've got to be in my bonnet about Zeki Fries. Well, based, because fundamentally, based, he's terrible at football. Well, well, based on that, based on that one game, that that, that one game that we were at yeah. Newcastle, based on that one game, I can't believe he's, he's in the squad, let alone in the team. But. It clearly, and there are other people who think he's a good player, but it's going to take him two seasons of scoring a hat trick in every game yeah. before I reluctantly <laughs> agree to that. And there are people who feel that way about Ledley. I've never, I think Ledley's problem is his versatility, is his problem. His problem is it, it, he's never had a manager that's picked him week in, week out. I've, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that midfield. Do you want to know my theory on all of this? I'd yeah, love to know your theory. I, I think Palace fans seem to value players whose running style 
and general body language makes them look energetic yeah. and makes them look like they're covering ground. Yeah. Yeah. So MacArthur, even though he's brilliant technically, he's got a wonderful first touch, yeah. good vision, good passer. He, he looks physically busy yeah. the way he well, runs. Interesting. Ledley covers a lot of ground, but he's got a slightly more languid style to him, whether because he's you know a bit taller or just how he runs. Yeah. Doesn't look quite as energetic. And similarly, Punchin, even though he's covering a lot of ground and quite often finding little pockets of space, it's it's a lot of it is in just the intelligence of his runs rather than running about like a you know. I wasn't so are you, so are you are you calling um, football fans not very clever? I, I would never dream of doing such a thing. It's not my Jack Gerald rap <laughs> moment on the pod. Well, football fans are a, a microcosm of society as a whole. And in society, there's oh, some people, here we go. There are some people who are less Think clever. Back JD. There are some people less clever. JD than others, goes away for one week, <laughs> and we and cover already we're talking about microcosms and gentrification. <laughs> This, Look, is not, this, this is not what people tune in for. No. It's disappointing to have to admit, how many times have we said in this pod, let's not turn into Charlton fans, people, yeah. and it's disappointing to have to admit that there are, and I hate saying this, but it turns out that in a crowd of 23,000 Palace fans, some of them, it appears, are idiots. Yeah. I, I, it breaks my heart to say that, because none of them that I meet face-to-face are, So, and obviously I've met them all, but... You can Some, make it go though. There are yeah. Palace fans who disagree with us, and therefore the only there's a definition for people who disagree with us, and that word is idiot. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite simple, isn't but it? But Ledley, again, I, I think I don't understand. I think Ledley's. Well, I'm perfectly happy when Ledley's here. I'm, I'm, for me, at the moment, my 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 midfield. If you're playing free midfield, it would be Punch and Ledley and MacArthur. But going back to my running yeah. uh, style yeah. theory, yes, yeah, so used to cover a lot of ground and never really got the credit for yeah. working quite as hard. So I think there's something in this. No, I think there's something. Well, I, I think, think I might write a ten thousand word essay. You could, uh, I think, I think you could run with it. Only if I looked energetic. <laughs> that's the level we're after. I think with Shamak, it was more to do with the fact that Palace fans resented. Again, he's somebody everyone thought I was at the end of his career. You know, here we get somebody's cast offs again, and that so he had to fight against that. Also, Ledley as well because we didn't know whether he was is he a left back, is he a midfield? But I, I can't. I haven't got. A problem. I think. I think he's great. I mean, I, I think he's really good. I mean, and I hope he gets a run in the team to prove that. I mean, it's it's maybe significant in the past that no one, no managers trusted him enough to to play him as a first. He doesn't seem to have been any manager's first choice. They've always seemed to be happy to put him in if somebody's injured. But I think also I think in that midfield position, you, we, as being modern day football fans, we like to see maybe a little bit more creativity sometimes in the middle of the park. And I think the, that that middle that we had on Sunday are great at what they do, but there's you know there's nobody who's just going to do something completely out of the blue and completely cut a defence up with an amazing pass. But well, that is a good. I think I think Ledley is a better version of Jedinak. And I think that's part of Ledley's problem as well, is that he's not Jeninak. Yeah. But I, I actually agree with I think it's I think MacArthur is playing a little bit further forward than he has been. But I think you're absolutely right. We do And we I, do, I think, I think, I think we have missed but that. I think Punch could be that player. Oh, that, absolutely. Somebody for all that lovely possession football we're playing, somebody that will look up and play that yeah. that Fabregas sort of pass. Exactly. Over Which the is top you know, and, and, I'm, so, and don't get me wrong, I'm not yeah. moaning about yeah, the players. No, I'm just saying that is the one and yeah. maybe if Ledley had that in his game yeah. People wouldn't be thinking that. It's just, I mean, I'm not saying do it every ten minutes. We could do it once a game, just something. Yeah, I think that's something we just do lack a little bit of it. That's, I guess, that's what we but, we want from Kabai. Yeah, when he's but, when he's when he decides to come back off holiday. That might be a confidence thing with Ledley as well. It might be that he doesn't try it because he he knows the fans will be quick to get on his back if he does. He's he's uh, yeah. only, he's only happy when he's in the in the in a European Championship semi final. Well, Hennessy, I think <laughs> Hennessy and Ledley arguably. Both happier playing for Wales, and and why would you not be? That, you know, when it's well, I think the like uh, listeners will be arguably happier listening to us answer questions. 
Oh. which we are going to do after this very short break. And also Excellent. we're going to talk about the uh, the man who's cycling to every Palace away game to raise money for charity. Oh, after Excellent. this short break. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey. That's my update, isn't it? Yes. Except Southampton have just scored. Boo. Boo. Now you're going to spoil the magic. People were thinking that we were actually doing this from a back from at St Mary's or something. That's how I know we scored. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. We, we, we peered out through our. We're looking down through our executive box. box. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I can see Rupert Lowe down there. Over a pile of volleyball. Uh, pod 187. Wow. Really? Wow. That's amazing. It is amazing, but not as amazing as our sponsors. Oh. Of course, Vector. For all your printed embroidery needs. Okay. Yeah. It's vector.co.uk and that's vector with a indeed. Okay. And also sponsored by JC Innovation and Strategy. They they do innovation and strategy. Oh, wow. yeah. What was JCIS? Well, well, wait, I'm getting to that. Oh, I okay, see. okay. Get John Curran Innovation and Strategy. Got you. If you've got a brand that needs improving. Fair enough. Brighton and I value should probably John. get in touch with them, for yeah. example. Yeah. Uh, and his website and their website is, of course, jc-is.com. And uh, why don't you visit it right now? I will. Well, there we go. I will, actually, I well, will. To be fair, we have See got, you later. We have got a brand that needs improving. <laughs> yeah, the FYP we brand. We certainly have got a brand that needs improving. Well, well, why, why, why do you think we've got this line-up but this maybe, evening maybe, rather than the uh, classic ones? Classic. Well, maybe JCIS can help us with uh, before we start the questions. Mm. So I promised we would well we'll get him on at uh, some stage in the next couple of weeks to check his progress but I'm sure a lot of you know already uh, Stephen Kingdon who's f- cycling to every Palace away game uh, and I discovered yesterday talking to him it's also cycling back because naively I assume that you just jump on a train I assume that as well yeah, yeah, yeah I but did, no yeah. so he's cycling back from uh, so he said um on the way back from Middlesbrough, one of the stewards stopped in the car and offered him a lift, as far as Yarm. Really? For somewhere, but, uh, and he, he refused so the lift? He refused the lift. So he's cycling to and from, he's raising money. You can go to www.cyclingtheseason.com. Yarm? Where's Yarm? Yarm is a posh part of Middlesbrough. It's where Sounds it like JD pronounced Yam or something. Yeah, Yarm. It's Yarm. Jam. Yarm. That's, that's, yeah, that's, it's where, that's Jam it's for where, Jam. It's where Yarm. Steve McLaren. Strawberry Yarm. It's where Steve McLaren lived, 20 years ago. Yarm. Oh, so really? really? Yeah, it's just that's why. She's Steve. She's a good guy. I understand that he, not Steve McLaren. Yeah, Busy with yeah. uh, with umbrellas somewhere, but Steve Kingdom is uh, not only going up to uh, Sunderland and back, but then departing the very next day to go uh, to Everton. Everton. Yes, yeah. Because I, I foolishly yeah. looked at the fixture list when I heard that he was doing it. And thought, oh, he'll have plenty of no. recovery time. No, and he's no, no, got no. very, very little, hasn't he? Yeah. And he said he managed to actually put on a pound in weight on the trip to Middlesbrough. Well, it's Sunderland. interesting that he's not going from Sunderland to Everton. No, he's coming. He's, he's does he, he have to come back for the night? Yeah. What, just his, to his, do his washing or something? No, because his missus said. All oh, right. All right. Yeah. But anyway, but Stephen Kingdon, uh, www.cyclingtheseasonwordpress.com is his blog, but that's also where you can get details of how to sponsor him because he's raising money for uh, a local children's charity. So we'll keep we'll follow his progress through the season. We'll get him on, um, and it's a it's a it's a very British football fan thing to do. That it's brilliant yeah. and slightly bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Good. good luck to him. He's a really nice bloke. So. Well, a remarkable achievement yeah. when he, when when he I'm sure he will yeah. make it because he's a very determined man. Yeah. So, so very, very good luck to, to Steve. Yes. Exploits, and I'm sure we'll be yeah. keeping a very close eye. Now, questions. Yes. Oh. Fact, we've had plenty of questions. I bet we have. We tend to get plenty of questions when Palace have won a game by winning four goals. Funny that, Although that doesn't actually happen all that often. No, but when, when Palace have won, shall we yeah. say. Uh, first question... It's from Bristol Palace. Hi, Bristol right. Palace. Hi, Bristol. Which is a very good Twitter. It's a great Twitter handle, isn't it? Yeah. The Premier League is really three leagues in one. Although, start with an assumption, but we'll, we'll go with this yeah, assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> t- it's okay, we won't test the assumption. Yeah. A top four, a middle eight, and a bottom eight. 
are we a middle eight or bottom eight team? Yeah, I think this is quite a good question. It is. I'd, I'd say, you know, for a, it's a question for another pod. I'd say it's more than a top four, but I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the end of last season, the answer would be clearly bottom eight. I think looking at and the, it, it's still early in the season, mm. so you don't want to jinx it too much. But you will. Uh, yeah, I think looking at the other teams and the way we're playing, I think we're middle eight. At the moment, so you say middle eight. We were talking top twelve, aren't we? Yeah, because this is top four, which I don't agree with that anyway. I think it's more like top six. Yeah, six, 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 six and eight. But six, if you say it's a twelve and a twelve, then top twelve. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to say twelve now, aren't you? Just, no, I'd say. <laughs> I, I, I think we are as we used to go up and down from the Premier League to Championship on a fairly regular basis. I think we. Go up and down between the, the middle eight and the bottom eight. Well, that's improvement, isn't it? I think I mean, absolutely. It's a step I, up, isn't I, it? I, I think we're either at the top of the bottom eight or we're at the we're at the bottom, bottom of the eight. middle eight. Like, I'm confused. But, but that team, the but I, we on on paper we're definitely the middle eight. Yeah. Definitely on yeah. paper. Yeah. But I don't think we've quite well, got there. Football yet. matches are one after. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. yeah. I don't think we're quite there yet. I think we I think we're teaching around the the in, on on the cusp of the bottom eight and the middle eight. But I think for the first time, I'm really confused. <laughs> For the, first, for the first time in a year, though, the pendulum is swinging. It's on the upward. I think you can see progress being made mm. for the first time in a in a long time. Whether it's the calendar year, the year year, the annual year, the, the, he was confused enough with the middle eight. It is. Yeah, it, despite is yeah. being it is. Music, it is only September. Yeah, I, do, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so but we are eighth in the, in the. We are eighth. Yeah, we're eighth. So so we're top eighth or bottom eighth? That's a good point. Or yeah. Middle eighth. Yeah, middle eighth. That we have to wait because JD said we have to wait till ten games. Wait till go. We have to oh, wait till ten, ten games go yeah. by before. Well, and if, if JD says it, font, yeah. font, font of footballing knowledge, then yeah. we probably better listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really miss um, him, don't we? Except, we really miss him. Who? Except presenting the pod. Who? Who, who do we miss? Oh, the bloke from Hever Castle. Anne Boleyn's yeah, great, 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 great. It's a sale at Manchester United Megastore tomorrow morning. He wanted to get there ahead of the queue. Currently still sitting out there with his uh, sleeping bag right now. On a still chair. doesn't get why it was wrong to wear an Arsenal shirt and a Man United shirt. He just doesn't get it. It's just a job, guys. Oh, it's just a piece Not of it. Can we move on, please? Yeah. Yeah. Starting to get upset. Yeah, same here. Uh, someone who may be upset at not being in the uh, England team, or three of them. This question comes from Chris K. Hi, Chris. Who Hi, Chris. will get an England call up first? Townsend, Dan, or Zaha? Townsend. Townsend. Will, will. Be, in, that's the order it will be in. If, yeah. I think Zaha, for some reason, the England establishment. Apparently, when he was called up before, when he was much younger, he was. Sulky, petulant, not very well behaved. I think he now. was a child. Yes, he, absolutely. So I think Townsend. I think Allardyce is the sort of manager who does listen to the tabloids and to yeah. people saying why is Townsend not in. Also, he, he. Although actually, to be fair, we're basing it. Even Pardew said afterwards that's his first properly good game. It's yeah, the first time he's really yeah. influenced the game. So maybe it is on the basis of just one good game too early to say. But Scott Dan is the one that's mystifying. It's, it, we, it sort of goes over what we were talking about in the mm. in the first part of the pod, but um, I, I think I think Townsenders because he's been there already. I think he'll, he's a he's more likely to get a call up than Dan. But I I think Dan probably deserves it more. Yeah. Uh, next question. For and I'm not biased, obviously. Yeah. 
Well, of course not. I, I would never, never assert to that extent. Anyway, uh, next question from Robert Smith. Hi, Robert. Oh, hi, Robert Smith. Still in the queue? Still in the queue, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? When I, when I knew that I was going to read that yeah. question out, I said in my head, there's, there's got to be a queue <laughs> reference coming from one and or both of them. And mm. yeah, th- thanks for not disappointing me. Um, right. Rob has asked... Probably the last band I really liked. The Cure. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This, this is why I, I need JD here to act as a bulwark against this... Uh, bulwark? Bulwark. Against this uh, bulwark. 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 Never mind. Rob Smith, how Bullock. much credit do we need to give to Pardew for making the tactical tweak to a 4-1-4-1 and finding a way to balance the team or get results? Well, do you know what? That's, um, that's, a, good, that's, a, that's a really good question. Very good question. And I think we have touched on it uh, earlier on in the pod. And yes, I'm, I'm really pleased that... Um, some of our listeners have stepped up to the plate <laughs> so quickly. I need you to do them. <laughs> yeah, he deserves a lot. I think he deserves more credit than he will get. But you know, with every single Palace fan last season, something's got to change in it. Mm. And, and it is changing. And it is changing. So I think he deserves a lot of credit for for trying. Next question from Russell Levy. Hi, Hi Russell. Russell. Have we now had what you would consider a decent start to the season? <sighs> How many games have we played? Five. Yeah, I, I think it's all right. Yeah, it's, I mean, we had a really Decent. good start to last season, but I think, I think it it was touch and go. I think the I think the the end of the season, the most important goal of the season may well turn out to be Scott Dan's goal against Bournemouth, mm. because I think if we had lost that game, that might have affected the concert. But I think yeah, because I think yeah, I think half half it. I'll go as far as half decent. Yeah. I think we've had. Yeah, I'd say. Well, look at the league table. Well, yeah, if you look, the league table it, never it, lies. It, no, it doesn't. It, even, yeah. even after five games, it doesn't lie. I went out of it for two years. It never lied to me once. Speaking of lies, I think we have Yeah, I think that's a good question. But yes, I think. Speaking of lies, I, I saw this earlier and I didn't know whether to ask it, but seeing as it prompted a perfect segue, this question, uh, I, I actually giggled when I first read this at work. Okay. Mark Skeens. This question from Mark Skeens. Richard Dawkins once claimed he saw two dogs doing a 69. Mm. What's the biggest lie the pod have told to try and impress someone? <laughs> <laughs> I can go for a good two minutes at that. Early. That's a good question. Um, Who did probably tell? saying that I'd go to the JCIS website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John, I'm joking, by the way. I go there every day. Well, that's JD's holiday not paid for now. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Richard Dawkins. Who was he trying to impress by telling him he'd seen... Yeah, that's that's something that and also isn't that, isn't that the setup to an old joke about how uh, Native Americans name their oh yeah, name their yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we well, may have unwittingly libelled Richard Dawkins, but frankly, I'm sure he's got better things. What about me saying I don't like him? Well, no, just to say that he, he maybe he didn't actually say that. So uh, sort of that, that was the opinion of Mark Skeen. The sort of thing he would say. Oh, you can, but you can add it as my opinion as well. That is the sort of thing Richard Dawkins would say. Well, let's it's get back opinion. to the actual question here. I don't say, I won't call them a lie. I think, I, I think, I think most of us lie most of the time. Look, in, I, I, in general, I, I think we do. In general, I mean, my job uh, is to, basically is to make up stuff. Yeah. But on the pod, nine times out of ten, and people listening at home will think I, I did not know this. Mm. People were thinking that I come up with really considered replies. I pretty much say the first thing that comes into my head. And sometimes there is an element. I, I, sometimes, if you ask me, exaggerate. I, oh, no, I don't exaggerate. Like exaggerate. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I've, I hate Jerry Murphy. 
That's the biggest. I've been, <laughs> living, that, I've been, I've been living a lie for the last. I'd, yeah, of course we all. I wouldn't say like. I would say it's yeah, more. Yeah. It's more em- embellishing. Well, it's like when we get a question last week. It's like, what was the hottest Palace game you've ever been at? You just. You I know just I know the answer to that. So you just go as one away in Morocco. Remember? Yeah, that and one. And pre-season friendly in Tunisia. You yeah, know, that was really hot. That, that was really hot. That was really hot. Yeah, really. Because you wouldn't see. It's all right for James and I because most of the podcast listeners aren't as old as us, so we can mm. make up stuff about. What happened in 1977? And no one can call us a liar. <laughs> remember that game that the two dogs had sex on the pitch in the 69 position? Remember that? Was that amazing. Is that what you tell people to try and impress them? <laughs> that was, that was Gabby to try and impress someone. I mean, I, I just tell people that everyone on the pod is a very good friend off air. No, no, it's not. To be fair, when it comes to you, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a professional liar. You're a lawyer. Your whole well, life. That's what you think. The SRA just, just haven't <laughs> caught up with me yet. Not actually a lawyer, apparently. We are good friends off here. Now JD's not here, are we? Yeah, yeah he's away. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. Um, next question. Oh, we're James. Moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, oh, yeah. really, really good, Kevin. Well, yeah. certainly better than with, with that that JD because <laughs> I, I tend not to be friends with Mankind Come on. fans. Why well, just? <laughs> where is it you will go afterwards when you leave my house? Just go and cry. Probably somewhere other than your house. I see you get in the car. That's the only time you'll ever see us I see when we come get, to your house. I see you all get in the it's car. Like meals together. on wheels, pods on wheels. We'll we have to come round to your house. house. You lie, you're we all get in a car together and go to a party. We we'll see each other in the pub. Before yeah, we games do, yeah. and at games and after games. We we'll yeah, see each other loads. Bumped into you in town once, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. very nice. Yeah. Oh, so I like that. I poked that court. slight <laughs> sliver of... Yeah, he did, actually. Next question comes from Johnny Latimer. Hi, Johnny Latimer Road. Very good. It's a good name. Uh, Sounds uh, like a French singer from the 60s, doesn't it? Pardon? Say <laughs> <So> Fabrice. Say <laughs> <So> Fabrice. Say <laughs> Fabrice. Partia. If, if, okay. uh, if Kibaya was 100%. Ah, Kibaya! Your hand, Kibaya. If Kibaya was 100% fit on Saturday, would you put him in the team? No. Well, that's that one settled. I wouldn't. Um, James? I don't think I would put him in the team, no. Because I think, I think he needs to. I think he needs to fight for his place. And I think just by putting him straight in when he's fit, he's not fighting for his place. Yeah. And I think he needs to prove himself a little bit because I think he's. I, I don't know how he's going to do that by not playing. But, um, Good point. Um, I think he's maybe playing tonight in the um, in the Southampton game, and maybe I think he needs to come on as sub a couple of times. Maybe I just think. I don't think anybody should be given an automatic place in this team, whether it's your Ben Teke or your Kabai or mm. your Joel Ward, whoever you are. And, and, and I just think he... And I think there's an, a, presum, a presumption from him, I get the impression, mm. and I don't know where I've got this impression from, that he's going to walk into that team. Well, this I is, think we have I, enough players... I don't think he deserves to be in the team at the moment. I think we've got enough midfield players for him not to have to walk into the team, yeah. which is not necessarily the case in the past. I'm not saying I don't want him in the team. Well, I I, I want a fully fit, committed Kabai in the team. My my fear is that when you play Kabai, we automatically sit 15 yards deeper than Mm. because he sits virtually on top of the back, the centre, the centre backs. McArthur sits deeper to join him. That is my worry. That it's the argument we always had. I I would love Kabai in the team, but I want to see him further up the pitch. To be perfectly honest, but the thing is, if you've got McArthur and Kabai, I think. Neither of them then they both sit 
McCarthy then tends not to take the risk of getting forward. But I think that provides a good uh, answer to a few questions that we had on Kabai. Actually, one from Tim Beer, which is Hi, Tim. again Hi, very Tim. similar, and one from Stephen Goldring. And Hi, Steve. I think I tend to agree with all of that. Yeah. Actually, frankly, do you um, do you agree with this? I, 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 I think I, I, feel, vali- I feel validated. <laughs> I think wow. I, do. I, feel, I feel validated by his. I, feel yeah, I know what I'm talking his about. arrogant presumption. For the first that, time yeah. in 187 years, arrogant presumption that we have to we can't move on until he agrees or not agrees with us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because well, yeah. you all go out. So are you, out are you all right? going out for a drink after you leave? Uh, yes, yes. We're going out to meet some friends just just oh, just around yeah. the corner. Actually. Not Palace fans, yeah. Just some really good friends of ours. Don't say anything, corner. please. <laughs> <laughs> Before you make me have to cut all sorts of stuff, we will not be libeling Adam Pardew on or off air in this pod. Uh, next question, moving swiftly on. Talking of pubs, uh, this question started with pub debate, which immediately piqued my interest, and it's from Mark R. Hi, Mark. Oh, Mark R. Pub Mark debate. R. When you score. R. R. I don't think he's actually a pirate. All right, okay. Although his picture... Um, Pub debate. So I assume he's having a pub debate over this question. When you score a quick fire double twice in a game, as Palace did... Yes, yes, yes. What's that called? It's called a quick fire double. Well, no, it's a double quick fire double. Double quick fire double. That's a a good question, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, is there a a name for that yet? I don't know. I I probably will refer you to a mate of mine who's a Palace fan who... Won't refer to a hat trick unless it's a perfect hat trick. Oh, There's just left God. foot, right foot, head over, because that's officially <laughs> want a hat trick. No, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, I don't know. Double. Du- that's a good question. It's it very good. It, yeah. Very good. I don't know the answer. I'd call it fantastic, is what I'd call it. But a double. Yeah, we need to come up with a name for that, don't we? Something. A double double. Double double. Some kind of Dutch name. Okay. I'm yeah, sure we can do that. Question. Double bubble. Let's. I tell you what. Why don't we ask our listeners? Yes, listeners. Tweet in the tweet in what you would call the double quick fire double. I, I'm I'm told that I'm not allowed to give out any more t-shirts. Did I? Who said the t-shirt? The little voice in my head there. As soon as you said to to have the listeners answer the question. Why did you mention it? Because I just want to make sure that JD at this moment, because he will be listening in, because he's that much of an insecure narcissist that he only needs to know absolutely everything that we've said about him. Don't worry, JD. We're not giving any t-shirts away. No, I'll tell you what. We'll give away JD. We'll give away the Arsenal shirt you wore on air, has it? We can find doing that because no Palace fans. There's no Palace fans who want it because they're Palace fans and they're wearing Palace shirts. How about our listeners will do it just for the love of having their name read out when they come up with a name for the Okay, so, so we'll have that. And another one, double, double. referring back to what no. I was saying earlier about Jim Cannon's 30, yes. is, is Jim Cannon the top ever goal-scoring defender for Palace? I don't know, but he's coming on the pod Ooh. apparently, so why don't we ask him? Is that, is that what you... I'm, that, I'm really glad that you have revealed that ahead of anyone else <laughs> revealing that. That's all right. Well, it's not, you know, it's not like we're getting Jerry Murphy on. It wouldn't reveal that. <laughs> Jim Cannon's not likely to look, we, we tried but that, that court order yeah. is very very well worded <laughs> there's just no getting around it I'm afraid I can't think of a defender is Jim Cannon so he played so he played what he played 70, for about 800 games 72 72 to sort of 80 so 12 years so basically he scored two goals a year that's not that good yeah. is it no well, it's no, not it's bad. bad. I can't. Valir and Ishmael. How I many did you get? <laughs> Mickey Droy. Well, my, my initial uh, shout on Ninja. that was, was Dean Gordon because obviously he took Dino. some penalties, mm. but he only got 20, apparently. Really? really? No, what yeah. about. Yeah, we must have been in the days of the near post corner. We must have. Andy Thor must have got a couple. Eric Young must have got a few. Ninja, yeah. Surely, Ninja, yeah. I don't know. Well, whoever thinks that one, I, I, I will yeah, personally no, pay for their t shirt. They can have an FYP t shirt this time. Well, we don't take a lot of digging. They just got to go through Ian King's brilliant book and add up. 
Yeah, yeah, but I can't be bothered to do that. No, I want to oh, no, the answer. Yeah. Else. yeah, fair point. Uh, next question. Some level of research that JD would be proud of that asking a question that you could have looked up. But... Well, no, but I, fact, I, I, I've, I've purposefully thought about it in advance and decided right, okay. to make a conscious decision not to do so. Whereas he just does so by idiotic omission. Fair point. Yeah, fair point. they were a good band, weren't they? Idiotic really good. Omission. Yeah, they did uh, a like great, them. great John Peel session in 1983. I, I saw them support Crispy Ambulance. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. They were a good band as well. They were Crispy Ambulance, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The best bit is the, the younger listeners right now aren't quite sure. That's the bigger lie. If you're well, joking or not. No, that's one not of a lie. these bands is a real band: Crispy Ambulance, Dirty Column, and Idiotic Emission. Idiotic Emission. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of guessing that seeing as I made up Idiotic Emission there, and it could only ever be construed in the context of JD. There's one of the other two. No, that's Bunch how that's how bad names worked in those days. Yeah. Sat around a table. How about this? Idiot. Well, just, just thought about one of your idiotic Idiot. mates. Why don't we talk? We'll put loads of words in a, in a box, and we we'll just pick out the words. And we'll put them together. Crispy ambulance. Yay! Yay. I've got a question here slightly Yay. out of the box. Oh. Thank you very much. He good. JD is out of a job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next. And not just for me, you're sacked by Joe Docky Co. as well. Uh, Simeon Pickup has asked this question. Ooh, Hi, Simeon. Simeon Pickup. Simeon Pickup. Simeon Pickup. Simeon Pickup. That's a great name, isn't it? What That's another band. band the Simeon Pickup. Band, yeah. well, that's yeah. a really good name, Simeon Pickup. Who do you fancy to win promotion from the championship? I've got a nice question. Why are we asked? I haven't really, I, to be honest, I've not taken any notice of the championship. We still, spent 10 minutes talking about still, gentrification and social trends affecting still going London, on. and we're not allowed to mention even tangentially no, we can, that we can, the We can mention it, I just haven't looked at the championship yet this season. Uh, I would like to see... Uh, There's only one correct answer. I want, I want Huddersfield to come up. Yeah, I, I would like to see Huddersfield come up, because Huddersfield are... If you want your anti-gentrification, Huddersfield are—you know—they were the most successful team in the thirties in this oh. country. They were. Were they as successful as Arsenal? Arsenal was successful. They were. Anti-gentrification. You had to go back to the thirties. No, so Huddersfield are a traditional northern powerhouse football club yeah. who have languished outside the Premier League too long, away from the unfair distribution of money in the fall is that good enough for you we yeah. all know, you know where we stand on the unfair distribution of money in the football I want, I want in, Huddersfield yeah. to go up. Huddersfield yeah. yeah obviously you know Brighton coming up would be nice but I disagree no, I don't share your view that we should be in the same division as them I think we should always be at least he two said divisions. that was it JD is that his theory that we should be in the I'm, same I would division? never say that oh it's JD then it's his view that we have JD, to be in the same yeah. division as them to beat them yeah yeah, our, our, yeah. our new second choice presenter. So all our new fans in South Korea know that we've got a rival from Brighton. Yeah. I think that's his theory. Now we're a global brand. He really buys into that global brand. Him and Joe Dot, bloke, whatever it's called. I think it's called bloke.co.uk. Is it bloke.joe? Yeah. Bloke.co.uk. Sort of website that doesn't know it's wrong to force innocent, simple children like him to wear football shirts to other teams. Well, it's just as well I've now got a pro bono libel project, isn't it? What's that? What's pro bono? What's, what's, what's he got to do with it? Who's Why are you bringing him? Who's, this, what, who's what, upset what's Bono? What's I haven't upset Bono. Bono. I don't mind Bono. Right, well, we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> final not, question. I'm a brilliant singer, but I don't right. know there's a law against saying no, that. I didn't know. Final question. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I will. Of the, what, of legally, over, is that it now? Right, this is where JD starts going, oh, I could hold it together better than this kid with those rabble. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right, JD. Um, final question is from Tom Snelling. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi, Tom Snelling. If you could get one player back at the club that we've sold in the last 10 years, which would it be? Oh, last Antonio Pedrosa is not an acceptable answer, he says. Well, we were talking, my dad and I were talking last night about Victor Moses. He's, of course, now back in the Chelsea team. Yeah, how good he's looking at the moment. Um, Well, see, it's interesting because are are we allowed to have them when they were 10 years younger or do we have to have them now they're 43? 
Well, I mean, I, it's kind of a older. science fiction question anyway, so yeah. I feel like we can do whatever the hell we, do want. we want. We can play with the timelines. The last ten years. Well, I, I mean, the obvious recent answer would probably be Yala, but and maybe only for sentimental reasons. But that's a good question, isn't it? Actually, I was always a big fan of Sean Derry because I I really liked the way he just pulled the team. Is that just because you? Because I'm basically yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, I tell. You, well, I'll go. Oh, no, I'll go. I'll tell you who I'd like back. Who? Maybe it's even longer than ten years. I would like. Uh, Matty Lawrence back but only for his programme column because <laughs> that was always really funny his column but, in the but then he was told not to write it anymore he was yeah that's true yeah. so they definitely wouldn't if they wouldn't allow him then they wouldn't allow him now that's, um, that's what I love about Clint you Hill, the what? fact you, you set your horizons so high <laughs> what you want back in the player is somebody who writes a good column yeah, and or is yeah, good at the pub yeah but we haven't sold that many brilliant players have we to be no, perfectly honest it's not, I, can't, I, I think Moses is a good show Victor Moses I'm trying to think of players that we've sold oh Klein Nathaniel Klein oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah well no but having said that I was, my criteria was players that have really really improved since we sold Klein yeah, yeah alright like, yeah fair point Klein I'm going to go with Not Jose what? Fonte oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think he's better than don't think no, he's better than when he left. I don't no, think, I don't he's, think better he's better than. than I don't think he's better than, than Dan. Than, than Dan or Tomkin, yeah. No, I, I think Klein is. Really I think even I think Klein is probably better than Joel. I think that's Ward. a big claim to say that he's not better than Tomkin. I, I think oh, you've got a good debate on. Well, I, ha- no. I, I saw him play for four to five minutes. It's, yeah, I, it's, it's yeah. based on that. Exactly. Can't argue with that. Yeah, even I would accept that Klein is marginally better than Joel Ward. But, even you, know, you would even oh. I would have said that <laughs> <laughs> and let's hope Klein, part three yeah. is marginally better than part two because so we're about Matt, to Matt go into a break yeah oh wait okay, okay. All right. we are right. okay. oh, oh, and right. you, you can all go off and read Matt Lawrence columns <laughs> or phone up Sean Derry to have a chat with him in the pub alright okay join us back in part three Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Oh, right. oh, take two was better than take yeah, one, wasn't yeah, it? Definitely, yeah. 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 I was quite upset about that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how for we the listeners yeah. we were praising uh, Andy for doing a surprisingly good job, even though he's a lawyer. Mm. Uh, and of course, he that's what my boss says as well. Then he immediately mucked up. up, immediately mucked up the next link and decided yeah. not to keep it in. Well, so it's, just, it's a so, shame because I think you should keep it and just, yeah. show, just to show the listeners that you are a human so basically also that question we had about the biggest lie this whole pod is a lie basically <laughs> it's just edited to within an inch of its, its lie well half of that is to avoid lawsuits for you yeah, this business earlier, you said, well, I didn't know I couldn't say things off air about people. You can say them off air. You're not going to get sued. You said I couldn't say anything you about him on air or off air. Off air or on air. I've got loads of brilliant stories. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brilliant stories, brilliant embroidery, oh, of course. Oh, 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 oh he's good, isn't he? Showboat. He's too good. Showboat. He's too now. good, mate. Uh, it's, it's, it's like that game uh, at Old Trafford where Nanny did the whole sort of dancing like a seal with the ball on his head. That's what yeah. I'm doing now. Freestyling. Oh, okay. Freestyling. Um, Vector.co.uk for all of your print and embroidery needs. It's oh. Vector.co.uk and it's Vector with a K. K. Yeah. And we're also sponsored so not by. Not just some of our embroidery needs. Some, some people would only cater for some of your embroidery yeah. needs. No, all, of them, all, all of them. them. All of them. All of them. If all you them want them. to order 15,000 t shirts, they'll do it for you. JD, yeah, because so well. we're going to give them away to. If you're listening, JD, we're giving away 15,000 t shirts to. That'll cover his weekly wage at Blank.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> So they're plenty more to spend on these trips to Mexico with those 
To be fair, we interesting did, characters. He did, he did ask us to give them a little bit of publicity, didn't he? Did he? Bloke, bloke. Yeah, go, go to bloke.co.uk. I think they need a show or something. All your bloke needs. All yeah, your bloke needs. If you're a woman, don't bother. I think they've got Ledley King going on this show. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. oh Ledley. If he's not injured. Yeah. Um, I'm told it's a very nice guy, actually. Ledley King's a very nice chap. Yeah, so, so he's going on, on yeah, that yeah. show. And that is all the plugging you're getting, JD. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not plugging JD right now. I'm plugging JC. JCIS. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> somebody needs to be careful. We might let in a last second go if this carries on. This somebody needs to focus. This is unbelievable. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, innovation and strategy. Oh, Visit yeah. jc-is.com. I will. <laughs> I certainly will. Yeah, you most I certainly really, will. Really, really will. Will, 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 will. He makes it sound like visiting, doesn't he? He makes, he makes me want to get on the internet yeah. right now. JD's half. I want to surf that internet right now, Kev. Yeah, but just make sure you skim over bloke.co. Go on an incognito tab, yeah. though. Especially if you're going on bloke.co.uk because it's it's quite the social stigma. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's kind of like basically uh, two intellectual levels below uni lad. Oh dear, UK. right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe even lower. Yeah. Okay. And they can't see me for that because it's fair comment. It is fair comment. It is a fair comment. It's yeah. a fair comment. So I'm, yeah. I'm allowed to say yeah, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a few levels below Palace at the moment, of course, of Sunderland. Nice. Did we play oh, good. the weekend? Nice. This is just too good, isn't it? Thank you very much. It's Thank almost too much. good. I'm actually getting quite bored of this. <laughs> <laughs> How good he is! Oh, this is the old ramshackle days. It's great. Oh, the old ramshackle days. It's showing off. Um, it's like old palace palace. Will be showing off on. on oh, Saturday. shut up, street! It's like old palace. This is branded palace. I like Terry Byfield Palace. <laughs> well, we can be Terry Byfield Palace if you want. I can ask you some oh, questions I, that he I, used to ask Andy Johnson. Chris Chris Grierson is now doing the um, the, the t- 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 giving out the team. Uh, at the beginning giving out the team on, is it? yeah on the, on the pitch you know on the uh, pitch when the man does the thing on the pitch he's doing it I think yeah I think Pardew likes him more this season I think yeah. it's a strange thing we should get Chris Grierson on just to talk yeah, about yeah we should we should ask his volatile relationship he came, to, he came to film on not long ago didn't he he did but he, he wasn't did, yeah. talking yeah Chris Grierson for those of you who might not know is, is Palace TV obviously Mr Palace TV yeah but his stories of his volatile relationship with the manager are very interesting. Yes, they are. We should, we should yeah. get Chris on. Chris, if I you're think, listening, come on! I think the manager... They're not Volatile is the wrong word, but the, yeah. the manager likes to keep him... Tempestuous. Ge- the manager likes to keep him guessing, basically. Well... <laughs> he says every day is like your first night in a prison cell, basically. You don't know what's going to happen at the end of it. <laughs> and, Moving and, on! And, and, and Metaphorically, that, no. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I do indeed. Um... Sunderland, that's a winnable game, isn't Having it? Having said that, he's very. Funny. I'm not implying that okay, he, he's, not he loves he loves the manager, obviously. But Alan's a man who likes to keep people on their toes. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sunderland is a very winnable game. <laughs> yeah, it's winnable. Winnable. yeah, it's I'm winnable. glad you stopped digging there. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Even phew. in case even I sometimes recognise one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Australia. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, better go back. How did Palace approach that match? I mean, obviously they send out eleven players and uh, they try to win. I'm not sure if they go on the train or the coach. Nice. Know, I don't know. That's an interesting point, though, isn't it? Well, because the uh, well, they're they're very long coach, are, 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 are they flying? Are they flying? They will fly up there. I imagine mean, well, they'll fly. This is new professional palace. I'm guessing we will fly up there. We'll fly up there. Yeah. Then be picked up by some sort of executive coach. Parking is ample uh, at the stadium of life. Probably Ryanair, so I think I think we have to London in Carlisle. I think we have to approach it, and this is a strange thing to say. We have to approach it as favourites, which is what we will be in most people's eye. I think. Sunderland looked better against Tottenham from what I could see the limited highlights I watched the whole of the game against Everton in the second half they look they've got the classic problem they simply haven't got enough firepower up, up front and they, their defending is I, I think they won't be looking forward to defending against Sahar and Benteke I think again we should have the same attitude that we had at Stoke that we it is a winnable game and perhaps we should try and go and win it 
rather than doing what we always do. You know, and they don't appear to have quite bedded in yet for Moyes, no. do they? I think no. the difficulty is, and Moyes has hinted this. Well, he said that hint is wrong. He said it as much. He said it's a culture. The club's culture is wrong, and perhaps he should be looking at the owners. And he's, you know, he counts himself as one of a long line of very good managers that have struggled. He said, no one comes to this club with a smile on their face and hits the ground running. Um, and I think we hint that you look at some of the players they bought in, they're the sort of players that we would have bought in in our first season in the Premier League. They're yeah. bringing in players from Austria, players from Celtic, players that are not players you'd associate with something. They haven't, you know, their, their goal threat is Jermaine Defoe, is a really good player, but they don't seem to have goals in them. They were clearly rocked by this bizarre Van Arnholt business last week where he was told 45 minutes before the game that he's failed, he'd failed a recent heart test and couldn't, wasn't allowed to play, which is the media made a big fuss of. Um, it's, it's, these are all indications of a club... And he's that, one of their better players as well. He is one of their better yeah. players, but these are all indications of a club that aren't in control of their situation. Having said that, I'm sure if there's a Sunderland podcast going on uh, right now and uh, they've got a couple of very good podcasts but if one of the Sunderland podcasts is going on right now I'm sure they'll be saying look this is a game we can win yeah. we have to beat Palace but it's it's oh, it's not it's not laying down a marker of course it isn't but they're a team in disarray we should go there and the fact is that if we are then already nine points ahead of Sunderland at this stage of the season that's a considerable you know thinking ahead and thinking about our ambitions and thinking about staying up that's Quarter of the way now. That's a good. Yeah, that's that, that's handy. <coughs> but, you know, but if you're nine points ahead of anybody at this stage of the season, so I, I I'm excited. I just I just think we should do what we did against Stoke. I know we're away, but it's just just go out there, hell for leather for the first twenty minutes. And yeah. just, just try and back, just scare them. Any team has got sort of Townsend, Zahar, Benteke coming at you. Yeah, that's scary. Well, also that's the other scary. thing, I just think we just we need to the. We've got a lot of speed in our team, and I just we 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 can't we 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 struggle when we sit back and we try to you know yeah, we just, we've got to go forward. Yeah, got, that's our strength. That's uh, our strength um, is going forward. And what we have to play on as well is I thought it was interesting that Mark Hughes said because Mark Hughes apparently kept the players in the dressing room for two hours after the game, and he said really? he said that one of the things maybe they're just nervous to leave possibly, but yeah. he said one of the things that everyone in this division knows about Palace is they're a big, powerful team, and their set pieces are really dangerous. Mm. So yeah, Moyes will be telling his players. Don't foul them anywhere near the box, and that makes it easy. That's that's great. Yeah, that's if, great. If, yeah. if, uh, if they can't win because either they're letting they're letting Zahar and Townsend walk past them, or they're fouling them, and we're getting a chance to score. So it's it, it's it's the opposite of a vicious circle. It's it's us sort of it's a virtuous circle. So it's like the better we are, the better we get, and the more respect we get, yeah. and that allows us to be to be better and I think as I say I think our trajectory is having said that Lewis Palace anything we could lose 3-0 let's face course, it but, yeah. you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the mango kit is already already lucky the, the, what sorry the mango kit oh right yeah the mango I mean it's orange. dog ugly isn't it it's not orange I, do you know what I, I hated both of those kits when I saw them mm, just right, rightly so as anyone would always would but to, to be honest when you see them actually live I don't mind them when you see them. Must because you're 120 yards away from most of them. Possibly, but I think the red. That's what most people are, aren't they? The red and blue. So it's it's good looking if you're a really, really long way away, so you can't actually see it. Well, we've all been there, haven't we? (laughs) Let's face it. We've all relied on that. I've relied on a daily basis. The home, the home kit is actually. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I did genuinely. I couldn't tell Steve Parrish this at the kit launch, but I genuinely. I was one of those going. I don't know what's the matter with him, Steve. It's all right, isn't it? 
It's nice yeah. when these air go like they've st- well, stripes, like they've stripes. <laughs> but I, I didn't like it. But now I've, I do. I like it. Mm. I like it. I had a question on that earlier. I, like I, I, I actually thought that the no. answer would be so obvious no, as to not even ask the question. Because no. of course it's pig ugly and it's still pig ugly. No, I don't know. And no. it still looks like a Dagenham red shirt I, 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 the, yeah. or a Chelsea shirt with flecks of red. Remember the the idiot category that we've put a lot of people into tonight. It's not too late for you to go into that. Yeah. Don't ruin a really good. Have you part. not heard my links tonight? Don't, yeah. yeah, they were good, but you're, you're only actually, as good. You've as, actually got a little bit cocky. To be yeah, have a little bit. You showbread a little bit. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, and it's fans right. are not happy. That would basically be how really. my autobiography. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, my chapter, <laughs> frankly. Basically, you're, you're and in, then I got a bit too cocky. And so well, the, the fact you're thinking about writing one at your yeah. age is already at, how cocky at the moment. It's the last minute. It's only my second. You're in the corner. You're trying to keep you up as by the corner flag, and in a minute. Yeah. The equivalent of Neil Ruddock's going to come in and kick you really hard. Yeah. So just, just, just take a, just two old fellas over here, mate. Just always saying, trust us. You're in the wrong part of the pub. Don't touch Barry's pool cue. We all know you're here. You're a very funny young fella. Yeah. We've all had a drink. I'm sure you, all your mates are tough. I'm sure you do know people, but. Yeah, just keep it down a little this bit. This is just level like it. every trip to the port. Just, 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 <laughs> just level it. Just level it a bit. Yeah, just level it. It's usually, level it's, usually it's, yeah. it's the two put, of you and, and, and put yeah. a lid on it. Paul Griffiths saying that to me, but tonight it's just the two of you, so that's nice. It's normally, um, it's normally Neil the fish. Just. I think, <laughs> quite. Um, and we, and we've got a podcast bingo because we mentioned it. Um, to be to, to their credit, Sunderland have started looking a bit more resolute. And it, it took, took them quite a while to break them down on on Sunday, didn't it? It it did. Yeah, no, it did. I, but I, so it's not, uh, it might not be that easy. Even no, if we well, go no, I think it's. Diff- I think at home, yes, I mean, because remember that, and they did a number on us at Palace last year. Yeah. Uh, but their fans, you see how quickly the ground emptied when they went three 0 down against Everton. Their fans will be expecting them to start on the front foot against us, and that's hmm. that can only play into our hands as well. They can't. They can't sit back and defend against us at the stadium like they've got to go forward. They've got to try and score. I, it's hard to see again I don't want to jinx it but it's, you take the foe out of the equation it's hard to see where goals are coming from for them Moyes hasn't yet got them as defensively solid as, as Allardyce had them so I think I, I think they will leave gaps for us I think, and I think if we can get the first goal it will be really really difficult for them Do we go unchanged from Sunday or do you, would you I be tempted to throw in some of the guys who are playing tonight? I can't see any reason I'd to change it. I'd say I'd go and change definitely. How, how's, oh. How is um, uh, the fitness of Tompkins? Is he? Was he okay? Well, he limped off at our he time. Limped off, they reckon it was more of a precaution, but I don't. Oh, okay. I was never. Funny enough, we were talking about this before the game when he's when he's announced the plans. I'm never entirely sure what his injury problem was and why he hadn't started before. Hmm. Kabai seems to be a mystery, but no, I don't see any any indication. Uh, and oddly, Damien, as you said at the start of the pod, Delaney did look oddly better playing one half than he had done playing two. So, I, no, I, unless we have to change, I would, I would, I would start with that team. Absolutely, start with that team because you'd imagine the confidence Townsend's going to be going into that with such confidence. And of course they'll boo him because he's yeah, because the next Newcastle, Newcastle player. So that hopefully that will help. Want to be a bit much as well to do uh, two games in four days effectively to throw any of the guys in who are. Playing yeah, a bit further up the field and, and put, put, you know, completely fresh faces in I, I think based on the FL Cup. I, I think, you know, every team wants to win a trophy. The, whatever it's called, the EFL, the EFL Cup, the EFL Cup is great. I mean, I think, and I think most, I think everybody is using it as an opportunity. You saw the Leicester Chelsea game last night. Everyone's using it as an opportunity to give squad players a run yeah. out. That's, that's and they won't they have done for about a decade now. Really, yeah, they have. Right? But I think it's even more noticeable now. Uh, uh, so, 
it, it's good that fringe players are getting are getting pitch time. But no, why, why would you change that team? They just won four one against Stoke. Why would you change it? Because yeah. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think we're going to play a different way away from home than we are at home. So, well, I think that's settled it then. Yeah, that's so. settled. Same right, yeah. team, and we're going to win. That's a settler. Yeah. Well, predictions. He just said it. We're going to win. What? Two 0 to Palace. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. Oh, yeah, I'll go 2-0 Palace I'll do it okay, um, Ben Teke is going to score on Townsend uh, Christian or Jonathan I think Jonathan's had his contractually uh, obligated five minutes on the pitch isn't he <laughs> is my guess I, 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 don't, don't, I don't know if he's played tonight or I don't think, I, I've got a feeling he will be very much part of the development squad in future which is future a, 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 a big surprise of a, a Belgian second division yeah, striker yeah. with, well, with no, a record of one Every 22 games on average. Oh, I, I, as you, you wouldn't expect that. As frankly. Charlie Nicholas said, he looked lively in, for the four minutes he came on. I, no one's blaming Christian for wanting his brother to come over. Yeah. That's fine. But oh. Christian, I, I, yeah, it'd be nice if Jonathan Vintek did score. Yeah. That'd be very funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> yes, it would be nice. And it's probably not going to happen. But what is going to happen? We're going to come to the end of the pod now. And oh, okay. oh, it's all right. He's calmed down a little he bit. He's calmed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he just needed to pull him down a pick or two. Yeah. Well, it's good it's that fine. he's learned that. That's good. Well, we the Ritalin's to... kicked in, basically. <laughs> which is, which is in, in a pardew way, we asked for change, and to be fair, yeah. we've got change. I got a bit too cocky, see. I, th- I thought yeah. I had that control over the pod that I could tell yeah, you don't, look, to mate, like Mark Hughes. Don't get too humble. Don't do anything I wanted. What you're doing now is getting too humble. Yeah. So no one's buying into that. Well, I'm just following the pardew cycle. I think the best thing to do is just to finish the pod and say, see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I was quite scared by that. Finish your drink. Fuck off. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. We are, for the most part, a reactionary society. If your neighbor has a break-in, you think about getting an alarm. If your buddy gets laid off, you say, I better buckle down at work. If banks start closing, you may want to ask yourself if you should keep most or all of your money in a bank. It may be time for a portfolio protection plan. It may be time to have a little personal gold reserve. Go to www.oxfordgoldgroup.com to learn more. Sports Social Podcast Network.